You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply take one knock knock I think I'm gonna like it here. All right. Well, well, that's been the episode, folks. So far, so good. Hope, you know, have a nice evening. Hope you like Suzanne Moshier. <laughs> Welcome. Happy, happy Thursday. <laughs> Thank you to you and yours as well. Tonight, We're recording this pretty early because we have family coming to town. Yes, we do. They will overlap. So we're recording this on the heels of um, Kurt Hansen and Mallory Escabille. Yes. I love Kurt Hansen. Yes, and he loves you. He loves you. This is a good bookend for that episode. Um, Yes. It's also a good book beginning. A book beginning. Our families are coming to visit my aunt and uncle and my mom and dad. And we're going to see Once on this Island. <gasps> I love Once on this Island so much. <laughs> yes, and I can't really live for that. I can't wait. I'm taking my mom to Once on this Island as well. And also the band's visit. I also just saw... Both I have seen twice. Both are fantastic. Can't they are wait. the best things on Broadway right now. And that's your people. That's your people. That's your people. And also, we both just saw uh, The Ferryman. Oh, how's that? Remarkable. Okay. Gripping. Gripping. Oh, I love that. Masterpiece. Irish. (laughs) Irish. Raw. Hilarious. Dramatic. Three acts, one intermission, and a three minute pause. A three minute pause. And honestly, honestly, you know what? Didn't really feel it. I've seen one acts that were longer than the ferryman. (laughs) Yep. Yep. The, I've the, seen duplex shows longer. <laughs> thank than you, the thank you, thank you. You know what? At the end, they had the audience exactly where they wanted them to be. We all oh. rose together. We saw the invited dress, yeah. and, and um, we all just kind of looked around at each other and were like, "That was an experience." It's one that of those. Fantastic. I call them the last sixty-second plays. One uh-huh. of those plays where in the last sixty seconds. There's a g-ga, 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 blackout bow. 
Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that when, when, when an illuminating experience happens mm-hmm. right at the end. Do you know what a, you know what movie was like that for me? And then they, uh, is a Big Fish. Mm. That oh, was a movie fish. that I watched, and I was like, nah, I don't know if I'm really feeling it. I don't love the whole parable or the whole. And then at the last five minutes of that movie, I was like sobbing, like I had, you know. Yeah. I, like I actually love. And my then own you have daughter. to watch it again, knowing what happens. Yeah. And you get why they did it the way they did, why you weren't into it until yes, the end. Exactly. While I felt distant and not quite, a, a, it was too like sort of like tall tales yeah. and all that stuff. Sunny in the Park with George. It's great the first time, but the <laughs> second time is when it makes sense. Well, then you feel like you earned the right to leave the theater. You know, because in the beginning of this three act play, you're like, oh, this is a slow burn. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep my head up. But you are invested from the beginning. My mind didn't wander one time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I didn't look around. Mm. Nope. I haven't been focused like that since the last time I took an Adderall. (laughs) Yeah. Where to next? This morning, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, and... At intermission, we're like, we're going to go get a drink after this. But then at the end, we're like... Oh, no, I'm getting a scoop of cold stone going home. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we need a, like one of those heavy medicated blankets and just go to sleep. <laughs> Have you tried those? Oh, yeah. Do they work? I don't yep. know. It sounds awful. I like when something's like really heavy on top of me. <laughs> I do, too. I like the I'm weight, sad. but I don't like the warmth. Of like a oh, really that's big that's, fluffy. I don't know. That just does not sound appealing. I, I understand that people oh, I like love it. If you're like maybe. outside in the snow, oh well, that's yeah. Great. But yeah. yeah, it's very warm. It's hard to find an indoor weighted coolness. <laughs> there we go. Whilst <laughs> sleeping. Hear that, Casper? Make it. Uh, I, getting a new mattress. I think we picked the one that we're getting. <laughs> well, thank God. We're Listeners just, have been on quite a journey. So like we like our bed now, but it's time. It's been ten years, and you know we moved in, and we the, the new bedtime. Is yep. Casper your partner's name or the name of the? That's mattress? the name of a mattress I brand that, that I don't it. have. But I see. maybe I was gonna get. Don't know. Not a fan of the Casper mattress. <laughs> it's okay. They're not a sponsor. They're not, but they are one of those companies that do sponsor. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Anywho, uh, bootleg Amazon memory foam brand called Sleep Innovations, and they came out with a gel memory foam. That seems like the Kirkland brand of <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> kind of. That okay. was my first memory foam was from Kirkland, and it was a topper. <laughs> okay, okay. Get into it. I'm into it. Um... So we're getting a gel memory foam, which is supposed to help you stay cool mm-hmm. whilst oh, sleeping. Right. Yeah, you need that. And I've heard from people that there is a noticeable difference, which I can't wait to. I can't wait. I can't wait for that Yelp review from you, <laughs> mm-hmm. Stephen F. Should that from be Washington a column Heights. on our website where what? I just review things that I do and try? Well, we have Stephen's Coupon Corner. Do you have Which one? Which is failing. Stephen's Coupon <laughs> Corner. Oh, wait, I do. What do you mean I have a Coupon Corner. It's optional. I have a Coupon okay. Corner. Okay, what is it? Ladies and gentlemen, we have secured our seats for <gasps> Jason Powell's one-man show, the book that I'm going to write by Judy Garland. A new play, adapted and performed by Jason Powell, directed by Philip Fazio. It won the producer's 
Pick Award in LA, and he yeah, he's the Hollywood doing, Fringe. He's doing a run here, and we got our tickets. And honey, there is a code for dollars off. It is Lady Watch, and it is hard to find where to put it. Yeah, I but couldn't find it, so I just paid full price. I did too. And it is on the seating chart page. You put in your code and it shows you which seats are um, available within that promo code. So mad. So mad, but you know what? <laughs> Gonna be worth it. Oh, I'm sure it will be. He's amazing. Producer. Did you pick. say did you say Jason Powell of Lady Watch? With Ryan and Jason? Great question. <laughs> Our mama podcast. Yeah. Lady Watch. Celebrating women in media over the age of 50. Mm -hmm. Which I created a Spotify playlist for 17 hours of every woman on Spotify who's over the age of 50. Called Lady Watch. How's work going? Great. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Really productive. So that has been Stephen's coupon corner. That is a great coupon corner and something that we just talked about today. God, these um, these volleys are really great. Okay, (laughs) so what next? What else do we have to talk about? Broadway Flea Market. You went. Happened. I worked the Kinky Boots table with uh, mother of Kinky Boots, Jen Perry. God bless. <laughs> Love Honey, her. she is in charge of yes. that boof. I'm sure she is. We did super well. Uh, Broadway Cares raised over $900,000 that day. That's, That's a lot of money. <laughs> what would you do That's... with $900,000? I, what do you think I would do? I'd go buy that sloth squishy thing at Dwayne Reed, number one. I think number the two. First thing you do is pay off your credit card. Yep, credit cards. Yeah, that's probably I what I would do. I was gonna let that be your private. Yeah. But no, we have a lot it. of things to pay off. Yeah, I think that's, I spo- that's the first thing you would do. And the second thing you would do is call me and say, like, you picked up a box of wine, you're a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would Come give some over. to you. I don't want the money. I just want the um, presents. I would maybe just like give some money to you. $900,000? Would you claim me as a dependent? Maybe. Oh, fears. Or if you were like, I need a new... I'd give it to you. <laughs> Fill in the blank. And if you beg for more, I'll give it to you. No? Nope. No? I don't know. That's I, nope. I, I was reaching, but I, what, what was that? Gypsy! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In what? One of those. Oh, yeah, of course. I totally know. <laughs> I only know the Bette Midler Gypsy. It's still there. Okay. Great. Where? At the end when she's doing her striptease montage. Yes. Oh, I just fast-forwarded to the Bette parts. You didn't get it because there was there's a drum beat that's very... Um, but, like, I don't, I don't care about anyone else in that movie. Even Elizabeth Moss as Young nope. Louise? Nope. Nope. Great. Have a gold stone, Mr. Eggroll? That's all I care Have about. Have a cold stone, Mr. Eggroll? <laughs> I think we need to introduce, introduce. our guest. Ladies Those and gentlemen. cackles you hear, glorious cackles, are from... They're going to say Gloria Estefan. <laughs> are from Gloria... <laughs> you guys, we got, we got one. Yeah, Gloria Estefan. Guys, surprise. Come on! Come you on, guys, we're burying the lead. <laughs> there. Susie... Yes. Well, it's also Susan. It is also Susan, but my friends and family call me Susie, so please. I mean, I've always called you Susie. Well, yeah, you know, actually that's been a a problem. Like my, my, uh, my management and my wife are like, you're, there's Susie Mosher and then there's Susan Mosher and you can find things about either one of them. So it's not really the smartest thing I've done, but whatever. 
you know? It's like, friend, pe- people in the city call me Susie, most likely, unless I get a, a part in a play, which is almost never. And then Whatever. I'm Susan. Oh, really? Yeah. Susan Mosher Only is my... Only for plays. Well, or, or musicals, I mean. But so I mean, my, not film and television. Oh, film and television, too. Oh. <laughs> if I get a part in something, it's Susan Mosher. I'm like, is your equity name different than your SAG name? No, no, they're all... My equity and my SAG name are all Susan. But Susie is my nickname and like sure. when I'm, you know, it's, it's, it was a stupid thing that I should have gotten hold of a long time ago, but I don't really care because I don't really care about my career anymore. Questions? Cheers, Red Bull cans. Come on. Woo. That's right. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. Um, let's talk about that. Not caring about my career anymore? Yeah. Yeah. How do you get to that place? Inquiring <laughs> you know, minds want to know. Well, you know what? I have, I've been... Chased by this demon my whole life, you know, uh, my the idea of what it is I wanted my life to look like at sure. a certain time and the, the timeline and everything like that. And as you know, in theater and in any kind of performing where you have to like get people to say, yes, you can do it. Here's, you know, it's incredibly, it's or, best. Or we'll allow you to do it. Yeah. Is yeah. The thing. Yeah. It, it is so debilitating and can be, you know, sometimes you feel great about it. You're okay. And then other times you get devastated and kind of can't come out of the apartment for like a year. So I had um, a year like that, the aforementioned horrible year, uh, about four years ago. And I literally went completely, it's like I suddenly had this epiphany that, Oh, the reason this didn't happen is because I was never good enough to do it here in New York. I just had, so I had friends and people telling me I was, you are good enough. You, I was supported. And then all of a sudden I felt like, oh my God, I never, I should, this was the, the incorrect path. And being, you know, of a certain age and coming to that conclusion is pretty, it's like, you're like, oh my God, who am I anymore? If I, if I'm not in theater, if I'm not a performer, who am I? And, um, it was pretty intense for me, and I got very depressed. I had to see a therapist. My and I heart got, for you. Well, I'm yeah. like on this ride with yeah. you. I understand I, that. I, I started seeing a therapist uh, and got on medication, and it was the best thing I could have done because I, it, it, it's, everything shifted around for me. I suddenly started looking at my life and what what else mattered to me and what else w- would I still be whole if I weren't doing this anymore. So I was able to almost just let it all go, you know, and well, I, th- I didn't even think I was letting it go. Honestly, I thought it was, it's just what's happening. I cannot get work and that's just it. So I, I but I, I came to this new realization about myself and about my place in the world. And, um, and then I just stopped, ca- I just, I, I was able to let go. I mean, I was working the entire time. I've been doing musical, <laughs> the musical, <laughs> yeah, for, which is a fantastic Love job. musical, the musical. Have you seen it? I have seen it. Fair enough. Okay. But, <laughs> yes. I've, wait, but I, uh, have you maybe like, I don't think I yeah. saw you in it. Because I've been in it off and on for five years and they have been an absolute home for me because when I was feeling abs- like I was this, the, 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 the plague of the city, mm-hmm. they were a home and let me, so I was, I still been performing, but you know, I, I feel like Sherry O'Terry was yes. in it. Yes, that's what I, I saw Sherry. it. Sherry then you did see me in it. If you saw Sherry O'Terry in it, you did see me in it. Maybe. Clearly, I made quite the impression. Well, you, well, I, I'm obsessed with you, but I can't. Are you? I am. Why? I am. What on earth? I'm doing everything I can. She, tell. she let it. She let us in, and she's like, "Why am I in your podcast?" But, and also, this is your first podcast. It is my very first podcast of. of, of but you've done my, like like videos. You know what I'm on? I did another podcast. It was another Broadway podcast, and it was people really sweet. But I just, I don't, you know. 
But here's the crazy thing. That seems terrible. I mean, I saw it a long time ago. Yeah. The thing, the thing that I wanted to round out, it wasn't just that I went, oh, who cares if I, I'm in theater anymore. Of course, I'm compelled to. It's who I am. It's what, what I've always done. But I also really love doing, lo- like, like right now I'm hosting a show. Again, I was hosting a show called Backstage at 54 Below. I, I, my mind changed about what's important to me. Oh, the biggest thing is we got into Manhattan Plaza. That's, that's the end of the story. Because once that happened, my yeah. career at the end of the day did take care of me. Because I wouldn't have gotten in this place had I not been an actor. And so so getting in Manhattan Plaza and and then starting again another show up at um, Birdland, uh, mm-hmm. the lineup, has been huge. Yeah, in their new space downstairs, right? It's so nice, you guys. You have to come. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. And for instance, like yep. next, like on the 16th of October. Your birthday show. Did you see that I lineup? did. I can't. Alice Ripley. Alicia Umphreys. Uh-uh. Amber Iman. Betty, the band Betty. Betty. Amber you know Lesbian is... Betty. Yeah, the lesbian. Hello. L word. L word. Yes. I was on the L word myself. But anyway, let's talk about it. But, um. <laughs> let's get to the lesbian stuff now. Right. Oh, God. I've got um, a lot of lesbo stuff. Yay. Lesbian. I'm gay. Me too. Are you a lesbian? Well, yeah. how about that? I love when people do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's I would never favorite. have thought you were a lesbian. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Wait, that's like. I'm an honorary lesbian. Yeah. Sure. I'm yeah. more lesbian than I am gay. You are more lesbian <laughs> than you are gay. I'm more gay man than I am lesbian. Ah. We're that's Stephen and Dana and Amber in the room. <laughs> I had a question about your philosophy then, because if you, if, uh, if that taught you to go through the world um, th- uh, not not experiencing joy, you know that can be awful. Yeah, who wants right joy? Is so sometimes I mean sometimes when like the the carpet is pulled out from under you, you're like yeah, but I still got to experience it like how I would experience it. I wasn't doing this, uh huh. So I still got to feel it. Yeah, I still got to. Oh, I felt my feelings for sure. Yeah. Um. What's your question? I don't know. Because, the, because the, the opposite of that is if if you walked through it just kind of like holding it out like this. Like, yeah, being a bit jaded at the process. Oh, mm. Yeah, I'm not really jaded. That's not part of my yeah. uh, you know, personality. I actually am always hopeful, always excited, and and yeah. and that's why I felt so bad is that I had I didn't feel those feelings anymore. Lexapro, yeah. my friends, get on an antidepressant. Get that's that's a because it's really helpful for me. Really Lexapro tip. Yes, that's. I love Judy Gold's podcast called "Kill Me Now." She asks everyone what antidepressants they're on, <laughs> and she tries to guess first. But mm. yeah, mm-hmm. that's fun. She's gay. You just sounded like um, in the first Wives Club, the when they're in the lesbian bar and the daughter's on the date with the gal in the green, the gal in the green blazer. Mm-hmm. And she goes, are you gay? Or something. Don't look at me. God, I'm, I don't no. know. It's I terrible. Don't know. I My new me. favorite thing lately has been I keep getting casting notices for like background work on the new First Wives Club oh. series they're doing. Oh, are they doing a series? And I'm trying to piece together the plot using only the background descriptions. It's going to be it's wild. It's going to be new. Yeah, it's going to be wild. It's not going to be a mirror image. Huh, interesting. They're seeking uh, background actors comfortable with rear nudity. Rear nudity, yeah. And did you say 
I'm I'm good with that. I don't know how to unsubscribe from the emails. <laughs> uh, background work is no longer a part of my daily thing to do. Nice. Well, what do you do? What's your life about? Um, some of it I can't talk about on a microphone. I okay. can't name names, but okay. I will, and then she'll cut them out. Um, I'm an assistant. Uh, so yeah, that's my waiting tables equivalent. Right on. Very freelance, very... But you're an actor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in a similar way, it's super scary because like the money's not constant, and you're kind of constantly auditioning your time. You're a fool if you don't have something else you can do to make money. You're, there's something wrong with you. If you think that... When I was doing Hairspray on Broadway... Yeah. Um, with Kurt all, Hansen. Yes, with yes, Kurt Hansen. Um, oh my podcast. God, with Kurt Hansen. Oh my God, I love him so much. He is such a Who doll. Does and see, I had the unique experience of watching these young people come in, one of which was Kurt. Yeah. Kurt was a baby 20. when he came in. A baby, but almost he, he, he was so fresh and like, you know, all the other young people, all the other nicest kids were all like, hmm, you know, and like they're, and because I was like the older, I was like everyone's, you know, go-to to kind of talk about their anxieties and stuff because, you know, I, I, I like that role in life anyway because I have so much anxiety. I want someone to listen to me. Um, Receiving a Dana. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he's a love. But anyway, you know, all those kids would... Be like, because they, they think that's how careers go. Because they were just they were just at Carnegie Mellon and they audition and they're yeah. on Broadway and they think, oh, here is this is and it. now you're set and that's yeah, just like I did when I got cast in Broadway much much later in life. I thought, oh well, fine. Now that I've been on Broadway, it's going to be easy to get work. But as it turns out, lots of people in New York have been on Broadway and everyone's looking for work. So yeah, rant rant. Mm-hmm. Do you teach? Or do you do master classes? No, I don't. I don't. Oh my God, you'd uh-uh. be so good at it. Uh-uh, I don't. But um, I do work with a young woman who's developmentally challenged. She's, uh, I would say, she's on the spectrum. And um, and it's been the best thing in my life, honestly, because that's another thing that helped me look at life differently. Because watching her blossom and grow into the person that no one ever thought she would be has been incredibly rewarding. I mean, I've been with her for like seven years, and wow. I love her. She's 28 now, but if you met her, you might think she was about 15. But uh, And work with her in what capacity? I am like, basically her friend, her companion. We oh basically God. talk. We spend two days a week together, and we... It, her, anxi- her anxiety is so intense that... You know, she has not really. She was not able to really function in the world because she was always sure something terrible is going to happen. Something she wasn't even out going out. You know, so we go out all the time, and she's so much better now. She comes here once once a week, and I go there once a week, and she'll even spend the night here sometimes, and which is huge for her because, sure. you know, she was never. And she's fantastic. She's just the most interesting, captivating person. How did that happen? I love that. Um, a really close friend of mine, um, his his brother lives here and because uh, I'm from California and what part? Uh, I grew up in San Diego I grew up in Thousand Oaks did you really? oh yes how long have you lived here? 11-ish years mm-hmm. me too yeah not me too. trying to go back west no not trying to right no who wants to I love it here so much more yeah where are you from Dana? Wisconsin oh my god okay blowing fact, Susie's mind the fact that you're saying Wisconsin the show the other night at um, uh, at Birdland, um, the, oh. the lineup, we had 
two guys who had played for another show, a saxophonist and a, a drummer who sat in with us who were fantastic, and they were both sure. from Wisconsin. Sure. So it it's just weird because now I'm on like on a, the, a Wisconsin. Tip. Makes you want a cheese curd, doesn't it? I love cheese. First of all, should have brought cheese. First of all, should have brought cheese. There. Next. Not thinking. Not thinking. What were we talking about? You we were, were on a uh, brother here. Oh, uh, right. So, uh, so I hairspray had just closed. Uh-huh. I spent all of my savings and uh, like about a year after that, and then I was desperate for work. So I wrote an email to all of my friends who are, you know, not in theater and people I knew that might have some. I'll walk your dog. I'll just any kind of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my brother's, uh, my good friend's brother, who I knew also because we're old, old friends from California. And uh, he said, well, would you be interested in maybe, you know, spending some time with Maxine? And I knew that was his daughter. And I was like, well, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work out, but I, sure. So the instant we started working, it just started hanging out together. We instantly clicked because mm. I looked at her and I said, oh, you're filled with anxiety. And she was like, yes. I'm, and she understood that I understood why everything was so hard and overwhelming for her. And so we just got onto this. It was like, I'm fascinated with how she sees the world because she, her filter is so different than anyone else's. She, yeah. So she's like from another planet in a lot of ways, you know, because everything is different for her. So I just was able to kind of get in there with her. And so we navigate the world through her POV, you know? It just it reminds me of that Meryl Streep quote, um, I guess the question she was asked was something along the lines of, you know, why do you act? And her answer was along the lines of, I want to know what it's like to be you. And I thought, wow. if that's not a reason to act, I don't know what is. Wow, that is a nice quote. Because that is what it's, I... It's much more eloquent and I believe lengthier, but... No, I want to know what... Yeah, I and, and in a way that's just how I feel about Maxine too, because I like listening to her, how she'll like... Because we, we always sort of take something, a situation apart. Why were you feeling, why did you feel bad? Why did you clam up then? And she'll go, because he, I didn't like his energy. Like, and I'll say, I get that. He was a little abrupt, right? You like someone, because now I can just see how she's going to react to people and mm-hmm. I understand why. So it makes so much, trying to get someone to understand how you view the world. Who and better really, equipped to do that kind of work than an actress? And how weird that, you know, my friend Jim, her dad, <clears throat> saw that. So that was that was a huge deal in my life. And also to not I've been so overly concerned with myself and my own way in the world that it was a relief to not think about it. So, yeah, this yeah. whole, you know, it's been all part of this journey of getting out of this, you know, self-absorbed place where my image of myself is it's so egocentric because I had to really pull the string down and go, why am I so upset that this happened? What do I care if everyone in New York thinks I'm a disaster? What, you know, that's how I was feeling. Everyone thinks I'm over, I'm done. I'm, and I thought, it's my ego. I want to be accepted by the people that I admire the most. And that's the theater community in, in New York. We all want to be part of the popular kids. You know, we all want to be accepted by the people we admire. And when people and the and the currency here is talent. If you are perceived to have talent here, if you are someone who's you know, that's the currency. If you are perceived to have talent. Yes. You walk in a room and people Thank go, you Oh for clarifying. You know, there's you know, whoever it is, and, and, and people and their faces literally turn towards you and give you energy. When you are suddenly over or done or 
uh, or you never were or whatever, you can feel the difference in the energy. It's just you are just the friend and you people glaze over you and you so it was my ego that was really having trouble with sort of feeling like I failed in New York. Oh well. And yeah. everyone's only thinking about themselves anyway. And that's hard to re- that's hard to believe. <laughs> think, about yourself, think about yourself. Think about yourself. I don't think about anyone else's problems. I'm only thinking about trying to get myself through the the world. Right, I know, I know. But when you see other people fall by the wayside, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be... Well, sure. It's horrible to realize that part of myself goes, you know, there but for the grace of God go I, or whatever. Oh, okay, they went down, so I'm going to... You know, yeah. and, and, and that's a horrible thing to admit about myself. And that's another thing I had to really acknowledge. It's like, you, it, it changed everything for me once I started seeing a psychiatrist and got on, you know, drugs. I went, oh, and it was like I was able to, it was the record that kept playing in the same groove. And I was able to take the needle off and go into another groove. And mm-hmm. suddenly I was able to shift my thinking, which is the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm really grateful, clearly. We can talk about anything else you want. I'm all on this. I love... This episode is brought to you by marijuana. (laughs) By marijuana and... and Lexapro. Yeah, Lexapro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not moving off this couch. How did you guys know each other? We met at the duplex. At the duplex. We went to a friend's show. Who's Who's show? Uh, our friends show Natalie Joy Johnson. I love Natalie. Do you yeah. know Natalie? I love her to death. She's kind of like our third co-host. Yeah, oh, she's you're like the, she's if worth a view. She's Mario Cantone. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. Idiot. Yeah. Nice. Well, yeah. she, I just booked her for the uh, the. the oh, really? Yeah. Fierce. Yeah, I'm I'm literally okay. booked until January. I want to talk about it. Okay, I, I'd love. To I talk haven't about been it. yet. Last week you had one of my dear friends, Jody Bluestein. I love her, and she killed <laughs> oh, it. No, she killed the, it. One of the best. She's an amazing uh, voices of all time. Amazing singer, and you know what? Everyone loved her. In fact, Gianni Valenti, who owns Birdland, um, talked to her about possibly doing her own show there. Great, Jody. Yeah. No, she knows that. She already we discussed. You know, she love. she's she's amazing. She's a tender heart. She too. is a tender love, heart. Love. I wish that we were. Yeah. I wish actors and performers felt freer saying. I am suffering. I am struggling just because... Oh, but for that social media content, you've got to look like you're nailing it. it it's true. I hate it. You hate social <laughs> I, media? Well... And I get that I, I feed the monster because I'm on it. Well, but we I, have to accept that it's a thing. I think yeah. saying, I, I'm going to get out of social media, especially if you're trying to promote anything or have any... You know, it you, helps you. You have to do it. Absolutely. You know? And I think that, that it works for that. Promote all you want. It's it's just all the um, I don't know how to say it in the industry and out of the industry the blatantly obvious inflated sense of self and not calling a spade a spade. I don't care what you post, but post it honestly. But you know what? That isn't really what it's about, social media. Because when you think about it, literally we are icons. We are literally able to say, this is how I want the world to see me. Yeah. And you can never go out and have a, a, a presence in the world. So You're a museum curator of your own museum. This is what I'm that. putting on the wall. And yeah. this is where you can come and see it. Yes. 
I just, I, as, but I do wish that there was some sort of forum or some sort of way that pe- that that actors and performers who are constantly in this, you know, trying to get jobs and hearing about the person that got the job and all that stuff, because it it smashes you into a little ball. Mm-hmm. And like an could, AA meeting, actors and actors. Exactly. No, I, listen. For instance, I. Beth Level and I did a show. Uh, we did Hairspray because it's Hairspray. Yeah. I either do Hairspray or Damn Yankees. Those are my because they're big. Oh, I love fantastic. Uh, you know, I, I you know I play sister. I, I I'm, but but we did a show together, and I love her so much I can hardly stand it. Yeah. She is wa- a wonderful person, a huge heart, and a real person. And instantly we started talking on this level, and we started sharing our anxiety because believe it or not. That level has anxiety about this fucking thing that we do, you know? And how can you not? Uh, how, how can, can you, you not? not? And But, but it, it gave me strength knowing that she had anxiety, you know? And and I think it, it behooves all of us to talk about it and say, you know, I'm suffering. And instead of feeling like that feeling I was describing earlier, of like, well, all right, they're down, so I, I don't want to look over there because I don't want to get sucked down too, you know? I don't feel like that anymore. I want to look over there and I want to reach out and say, let's talk. Let's, you know, it's because this business is brutal, brutal, because it all has to do with how we feel about ourselves mm-hmm. and how we are in the world. We are, it's Facebook. Yeah. We want to be presenting, you know, and, and when you, and I felt like everyone in the city had heard about, you know, I, you know, heard about my humiliation and all this shit. So, you know, it's right. just stupid. Yeah. Anyway, God, I feel like I'm a bummer. No, I'm anyway. obsessed. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so the lineup yeah. is something that's new. Uh, you kind of just started that, right? It did just start. Well, the, the, the room's new. Yeah. Um, it's, when did that room open? It opened, well, it Over just officially summer. just opened. Yeah. Literally, officially, like, to the press and all that set, uh, opened last month, this past wow. month. Wow. Few, like, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. But... This, over the summer, we were doing shows, and I started, my first show was July 24th, and so we've done six shows, because it's every two weeks, and we've done six shows now, and it's fantastic, I have to say. Fun. It's so fun. Yeah. You guys... It's blo- I mean, it blows up on my social media, and I need to go immediately. Well, but. because I'm working really hard on social yeah. media. Yeah. I'm doing what I need to do, because no one else is going to do it for me. Like and Jennifer Lewis said, a closed mouth does not get fed. That's right. You know, and, and, and no one else is going to promote my stuff. I mean, and I love working at Birdland. They are yeah. great there. They treat me really well. They understand my value. And it's great. And is, has this, did you ever think of your, because you hosted, mm-hmm. did you always think of yourself as a host? No. No, but it's, no. I never I never thought, oh, I'm going to do that. The first time I hosted was for Brandon, Brandon Cutrell. When he, do you remember the after ah, party? Yes. Yeah. He was out, and he said, will you host the after party? And I was like, okay. And I realized that I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I get to do whatever I want, but the pressure's not on me in a way. Mm -hmm. You know, I get to sing whatever I want or say or do or anything I want. But then I get to introduce somebody that people have, oh, there's the sparkly person. So I get to sort of like backdoor myself. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And And I'm not afraid to ask anybody. I'll ask anybody if they want to be a guest. Most people say yes, oddly enough, you know, because it's not for money. Right. You know, it's, it's, it, we're, we have such a low cover, $25 um, and a $10 minimum. And, like, there's only 100 seats. And your lineup. Are sick. Are sick. They're stupid. I know. 
I know. And it's because it's super fun. That's why. It's fun. It's like you're at a party and people are getting up and singing. Does it feel a little underground? Like tourists, how do tourists hear about it? Well, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they stumble in and they're they, like, and what they is do? this? And they Treasure do. Trove. Because like we're like, it's weird. Like they're, like this last show on Tuesday, there was a couple of people who I'm like, why are you here? How are you here? <laughs> yeah. They're like. That's why I ask people and they're like, oh, I listen to your podcast. I'm like. <laughs> why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> You know, because I think I don't, but but because because of Birdland, because people when they get into town, they look and see what's playing at Birdland, and they go, yeah. "Oh, this looks fun," you know. So there, it's out there like Time Out, and you yeah. know, and like Birdland sends out a newsletter. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Oh, so they're you know, yeah. But it's it's really fun. I just want people to come because I'm I we have had nothing but a fabulous show every single show, and I can't see it changing at, at all because it's fun it's a great room the sound is great it's cozy it's it feels like a party it really does how much work do you put into it does it take up all of your time no 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 I mean I do musical yeah I I it takes a little bit of time I have to I think about it every day because I like to you know I put the first the, the flyer out you know yeah it's yours yeah it yeah and then I have to then I do a thing where I I sort of spotlight eat each of the guests and give them their own little thing and then you know and then I get a, a photographer one of the really great photographers that I have and they come and take pictures of the show and then I talk about how great the show was and then I did put out pictures for everybody that was in the show can you even imagine I mean that sounds like a lot that's, <laughs> that's, a, fun. that's a lot it? it's yeah. not yeah. It's not though. Once like you a, know how to do it, it becomes very uh, road. It just becomes exactly. easier to do. Yeah. It's still a lot of check marks, but once it's like a recipe. Once you memorize the yeah. recipe, and what day and when you do it, like you know, today was um yeah, today was I put out the the the, the new show, and yesterday was all about putting out pictures from the show the night before. Yeah, because it's Thursday. It's so, I mean, I really enjoy doing all that, and it's and because no one's getting paid, I like to splash people's names all over social media because yep. they yeah. get to go. At least you can do. Yeah. And the people are like, you know, they share it and they, you know, and then I, I get people who I've never, who I don't know from them, okay. you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, and we're just in a building process right now. And of course, Brad Simmons, do you know Brad? I know Brad, but social media wise, uh-huh. I, he's like a friend of the pod, but yeah. Yeah. He's a great One, guy. I want a wonderful person to play with. And Michael Orland, um, who's the, who, as a musical director at um, uh, American Idol, is also a really close friend of mine. And he played for the second show when Catherine McPhee was there mm-hmm. and um, uh, 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 Kimberly Locke and Megan Hilty was there. She didn't sing, but, you know, it was... It was Guys, like, are you listening? Yeah, it was, it's, it's very heavy. It's very heavy. crazy. And so he's going to do a few shows this, uh, in, in uh, next year as well. So I hope it goes on for a long, long time. So fun. I, It gives me... It, it makes me feel like I have my little niche, my yes. little place, yeah. you know? It's yes. the constant. It's, yeah. And how, it's something to look forward to. Yes. Like in little chunks, not yes. a one big thing that happens once. You That's get right. something to look forward to kind of all the time. Yeah. It's exactly right. Yeah. 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 I, I, I really like, right now I'm kind of deliriously happy, you know? Yeah. I really am. Did they ask you? Did you pitch them? They did asked you come me. as a package? Well, Jim, um, um, no, no. Uh, Jim Caruso mm-hmm. is another old friend of mine. I mean, we've been friends since the 90s. And um, when they were building the room, he said, this room is going to be built. And literally, it's like, you know, because of course it took a lot longer. And like, but we've been talking about me doing something there for two years. And I said, well, I'm, I'm totally in. And so finally it was ready. And 
then we started her up, you know. Dan Finnerty, just remembered that one. Dan Finnerty. Okay, well, the Dan was band. Was he in the Ferryman? No, <laughs> he was. He was not in the Ferryman, but he should have been. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. I mean, so it's a, funny. You guys really need to come to that show. No, I think. I, I feel like you need to come will. to that show. This the is show. okay. Wait, the, October sixteenth. This is when this episode drops. So. Oh. That's cool. Yeah. So tonight, if you read, if you're listening yeah. to this on the train, if we get this out in the morning, get like your ass. But I mean, it's also happening every two weeks. Yeah, every two weeks. That's but, right. Yeah. For you two, you I, should really. I wrote it you down. Sh- you should come because it's going to be the most spectacular night ever, and it'll. I, I guarantee you'll have a good time. I guarantee okay. it. That's how about that. I guarantee. Or your money it. back. Nope. Yeah. That was Dana, not Susie. <laughs> Dana <laughs> will give you your money back. But no, it's going to be insane. I have questions. Ah, questions. All right. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. What do you think of me? <laughs> well, number one, we like to ask our guests, uh, "What was your first impression of each of us?" Of each of you. Hmm. Interesting. Be careful. <laughs> Be nice. Be kind. Rewind. I, as soon as I saw you coming around the corner, I instantly liked you. I thought, he's a fun, wiry guy. And I liked you. I went, okay, good. He's going to be a lot of fun. And then when I saw you, I thought, oh, she's, I love your hair. I thought she's beautiful. She has a great energy. I thought you guys seemed fantastic. How about that? I thought, I like him. Come on in. Salt. Yeah, I'll take it. We also have a list of Spitfire questions that Ooh. we ask all of our guests. Okay. Um, but I can find it. Here it is. Wait, piggybacking off of the first time you met us, which was 55 minutes ago. Yes. Um, the first time I saw you, knew who you were, was in Hairspray with Kurt. And I have a picture of us together. Do you really? I really do. And so, I mean... With Kurt, did you know Kurt before? I did. We went to college together. Oh, I gotcha. And he, I gotcha. Le- and he left us to go do hairspray. Okay. Yeah, so he was plucked right out of college. Oh, okay. And so you do know... Okay. I do right. know Kurt very well. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't from... Where's he from? Where He's from, from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's right. See yeah. again, Wisconsin. We're all very like... That's right. That's right. And he was like know, a little wide-eyed corn kid. Corn-fed and... Yeah. Yeah, well, Cheesy. you know, I know, I know Haley Pachun yes. very well, yes. and they were together for a yep. long time. You know, love Haley. Yeah, me too. She's, but she's been on this podcast. Uh, how's she? She's a great kid. She was also in Holiday Inn with me. See how it all. She's also trying to morph into the hosty thing, as you know. Right, she, but she's in a different on way. camera. In a different right? way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all so many versions of entertainment. There okay. is. But I, I I'm gonna find that picture because I'd love to see you're in a black t-shirt. So, and I was obsessed t-shirt. with you. And, and you've made an impression, and I never thought you fell off the tracks. You were Susie, goddamn Osher, and you're a fucking Broadway superstar. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where you thought you went, but I've been a fan for a long time. Get into well, that's it. Sweet. Thanks, Dana. That's you're nice. so welcome. It's going to take me a while to find it, but I can try. I really do want to see while it. You That'll make me laugh. Yeah. These are the questions. Okay. There's 20 of them. All right. Favorite show? Like, oh, like television? Whatever you want. My favorite show. I'm going to say my favorite show is Sweeney Todd. So good. Have to. Last movie you saw in theaters? It was something with Maxine, my friend. Let's see. It was... What it, God, a uh, 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 trouble... Um, I can't think of anything. What's wrong with me? 
Oh, um, <laughs> I think it was um, uh, 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 Crazy Rich Asians. Cra- I crazy rich didn't Asians. see it. What is that? Is that right? Is that how crazy it was? rich Asians? Asians. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last thing you ate. Um, I had a package of rice and vegetables, like bird's eye, and I just put it in that. What do you wish the last thing you ate was? Pizza. Always Mm. pizza. Uh, what are your best four bars of Gypsy? Uh. For me! For me! For me! Lacusa or Lippa? Lacusa. Heels or flats? Flats. Who was your fourth grade teacher? Mrs. Coyne. Coyne. How many years have you lived in New York? Eleven. Celebrity crush? Mm. Beth Level. (laughs) Same. Who would you love to work with? Beth Level. What fictional character best captures who you would never hope to work with? Fictional character. Well, I don't want you to name names if you're not comfortable. Oh, I see. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, God, who would I never want to work with? Mike Pence. (sighs) Betty Davis or Joan Crawford? Betty Davis. Uh, What do you order at Hooters? Uh... Fries, probably. Yeah. Uh, favorite cereal? Grape nuts. Me. Liar! Do you put raisins in them? No. I'm grape nuts and raisins. I'm grape nuts. I'm grape nuts straight up. Wow. That's a that's weird. No, but most people don't. Uh... You know who else likes grape nuts who? with banana? Kurt Hansen. Dry. <laughs> he dips Dry. the banana in the grape oh, nuts. I get it. Yeah. 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 Grape Nuts has made quite an impression we on need, this podcast. We need Kurt Hansen to... Because he has a girlfriend now, right? Doesn't he? Married. Married! Oh, God. Really? <laughs> Jesus. That's... Oh, I yeah. They're, they're totally in love. They had their one-year anniversary, and they're moving oh, to Colorado as of, like, two days ago. <gasps> yeah. They're leaving. For now. You know, yeah. They run around. Yeah. Is she an actress? She's a dancer for Taylor Swift. Like, she's a dancer. Oh, she's awesome. like a dancer. Like, that's dancing awesome. with stars. Incredible. Yeah, no, because uh, I because I know because Kurt was gonna come to the the lineup because we we had because um, uh, Kevin Chamberlain the aforementioned mm-hmm. was do, was doing it and he was gonna come with him but he didn't he had something happened and he didn't end up going but I was gonna say I want him to come I want to see him before they go Jesus think, yeah you're in a crisis who do you call God that's tough I call my wife Hope. Would you rather your wife Hope or a boss get their hands on your camera roll? Oh, I don't care who gets their hands on my camera roll. I really don't. I've got nothing to... Uptown or downtown? Downtown. Um, red, white, or rosé? <laughs> or Coke Zero? Uh, well, you know, the, the thing about that is that I... Was, I was such a good time party girl, loved to drink so much when I got into Hairspray. That was the partiest cast I've ever seen in my life. And they because, knocked you out. Oh, no, I, I would go out drinking until like three, that cast party. And then all of a sudden I was like, you know, 
had bruises. I wake up with bruises on my legs and not sure how I got home. And I'd be like, oh, all right. You know, so a couple guys got me home and I'm like, this is unseemly. I cannot be the middle-aged lady being carted home by young gay boys. It's just wrong. You know, so I so I thought I've got to stop Jeez. now in Midtown. In Midtown, right? You never know who you're going to be like. Like I mean, I would like fall down in the middle of the street and I was like, "Hi, Marshall. <laughs> good to see you. Oh, Looking good." I know. I know. So I just had to stop. Oh, that's I so had to stop. funny. You guys, this world is very small, and Midtown very. is also very small. My last question. Yes. Can you stop the beat? You can but you can always start it back up again. You know, you can stop it, but it just like, you know, you can start it back up. There's no reason not to. Well done. Oh, we have another question. I found the picture. Oh my God. (laughs) And you know what else I found? This is the first week that I moved here, which was 10 years ago. Right. So I I saw Xanadu, Hairspray, and Title of Show. Oh my God, I was in Title of Show at George Street. Oh my god, oh my god. Been obsessed for 10 years. Oh my god. You know, my <laughs> in, a, in a totally healthy way. So you played the female authority I figure. I did. I thought you were the, and George the, went. the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and Kurt was so nice and brought us backstage. Aww. It was like my first backstage right. moment. I'm like, who's that? I that was your first backstage yeah. theater? Yeah. What was your first... Backstage, backstage Broadway house. Well, you know what? I I, I think backstage Broadway. Let's see. Mine um, was the booth. That's I can't remember. I can't remember. I really can't. I don't. I don't know. Where was hairspray? What was that? The Neil Simon. Uh, Neil Simon. Yeah. Um, don't say that like. I like you, know that. idiot. Come um, on, Dana. There's a billion Broadway. Houses. I was something. I don't know. I, thought I had something that I thought was interesting, but clearly not. It left my brain. Always. Um, I love that, that you have that picture. Right? Oh, my God. So creepy. She's going to kick us out any second. Not me. I, I'm, I'm not fine. Not me. Hi-ho. Hi-ho. There are seven very well-known dwarfs in history. Yes. If you were the eighth dwarf, what would your name be? Oh. Hopeful. Hopeful dwarf. Bashful yeah. and hopeful are mm-hmm. in a corner together. I thought she was going to say Susie. <laughs> Susie dwarf. That's great. Hopeful. I, I always hopeful. have hope. I love life so much. It's so great. And you know what? If you had told my 12-year-old self that at this point in my life, I would be have made my living as a performer in one way or the other my whole life, that I live in New York City with someone that I've been with for 24 years that I love madly, my wife, that I have a beautiful apartment that overlooks the Hudson River, and that I'm doing a sh- my own show at Birdland. I-, I would have said, perfection! And so I look at my life and I go, yeah, I got everything that That's I want. Success. And be in a situation where I don't have to worry that, I- that I'm not going to make enough money to pay my rent. That's the glory of Manhattan Ugh. Plaza. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this that's is a wonderful awesome. time, and and I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful always, even for the horrible shit that's going on in our world today. I'm still hopeful. I'm still hopeful, even after what went on today. I'm still it's hopeful. It's upsetting. Oh, it's more than upsetting. It's shocking. It's like I can't yeah. believe it. Mouth agape. Just. Yeah, like I haven't woken I up yet. I don't even understand who these people are. 
Don't you know what's out there in the world? Aww. But we'll be alright, guys. Everyone's gonna be alright. It has to end soon, right? It, it, it will yeah. end. Something will I, end. I feel like that. I feel like... It but see, end. what scares me is I really... If they confirm Kavanaugh, uh, that's going to be really tough to get over in my head and stay hopeful about. Because this woman bore her, you know, her biggest pain yeah. and said, this happened to me. And if it doesn't matter that that happened to her and that other people came forth, then I don't know what does matter. Yeah, it's not a matter of believing anymore. It's a matter of caring. Caring! Exactly. I don't care if you believe this her is, or not. Care about her. This is supposed to be a nonpartisan judge. Exactly! You can tell what side he's on. Oh, you know? Clearly. Like, I mean, he was For a that lunatic. reason alone. It's like... You're right. There's, for, there's ten for that reason So alone. many reasons, but it's for a position that should definitely... Be right down the line. Yes. He's yeah. No, it's a nuts. shocking time. He's nuts. But he likes beer, so yeah, that's right. Well, you know, that's the thing about people like us, though. We're able to. I mean, I grew up. My my fam, my home life. My mom was alcoholic, and it was always kind of nutty. My dad wasn't there, and so I was always in my room listening to musical theater. So that's always been a way that we've ducked our heads in the sand, and I guess I still do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Same. Absolutely. I like it in this world. I, I've heard, I listen to a lot of stand-up comedy podcasts, and, and they all say as well, like, if I didn't have that outlet, I don't know what I'd do with myself. So how do people who don't perform, or don't do stand-up, or don't sing, or, or have can, a create, creative outlet? Yeah. How do they... Or don't have a bus and truck podcast. <laughs> how do they get through it? You know? I don't know. We're lucky. And we're, we're cursed. <laughs> sure. But I think we're lucky to be in New York. We are. For sure. Than most anywhere else in the country. I, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because we can surround ourselves with our people. Exactly. We feel safe here. I know I do. Yeah. Ironically. I've always but it's also really hard to remember to remember that this is a very small portion. Yeah. Of the larger country, because it's so densely populated. And you think about it, like, like everybody's on the same page. You look at Facebook, and like nobody's posting. At least on my no, I know. I was just gonna say my newsfeed is my newsfeed. Right, it's not everyone else's. They don't see my uh, my friends. Right, they don't watch what I'm watching. They have completely different lives today. But you know, right, right. I know. But it's really bonkers when they say you know in these the. the vote we just had saying that, you know, 20 something percent of young voters turned out. I'm like, wait a minute, 100% of my Facebook friends. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. We are, we are in our own little bubble here for sure. And, and, and it's good to remember that, but we keep getting reminded of it again and again, like this whole situation. But I still see, I still have my fingers crossed that, that he will not be voted in. That's that a few, like, you know, we'll just say, nope, this isn't right. What is that? Cow, cape, hair, and slipper. Let me see what I th- what that is. Cow, and cape, and hair, and slipper. What is that? Let the colors help you. Oh. White, red, yellow, gold? 
Is that what it is? The cow is white as milk, the cave is red as gold. Oh my god! The silver is pure as gold. You are such a nerd. (laughs) Stephen. (laughs) I love that. That's great. I wouldn't. (laughs) Nice. The guy at Starbucks was like, What does your shirt mean? Yeah, I bet you just. I was like, On a scale of 10, how deep does your theatrical knowledge go? He's like, Huh? I was like, Look up into the woods. (laughs) Into the woods. I, that's, I love it. I love it. That's great. This is one of those things I was not looking... I was not, you know, sitting at home Googling Into the Woods t-shirts. Right. It was just one of those, like, targeted ads. Oh, targeted. That somehow <laughs> totally. was you the like right this. thing. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That, that like, is so I think exciting. I was looking for a gift on Etsy, and down below it was like, other things you might be interested yes. in. Yes. And it's like, personalized cat balls. This Into the Woods t-shirt. <laughs> Do you have a cat? I do. Oh, I and love a cats dog. so much. I'm a huge cat. Yes. We have we have two. One is in the bedroom cowering, and the other one is getting her two whatever. She's a kitten, and she's getting her oh, procedure today. Her procedure oh. today. Yeah. yeah. So she's not here. My cat's an asshole, but that's fine. That's funny. Yeah. Do you guys live? Where do you guys live? Washington Heights. Uh huh. Astoria. Astoria. Okay. Yeah. Beth Lovell actually lives not too far from me. <laughs> and she, she just got a kitten. I got from my Lauren, cat from Lauren Molina's And house. so did I! <laughs> that's, that's the one that's getting fixed right now. <laughs> that is hilarious. Well. She is the Broadway cat lady. Listen, my, I. Does she I, sell I, cats? She fosters cats. Fosters them. Um, and they're oh, so I, bad I have at to show it. you my, I have to show you my cat. They're so good. My cats. At it. Well, That's my phone. Looks a lot like mine, doesn't it? Looks a lot like mine. They all kind of look alike. Wait, right? am I dressed like a rabbi and fiddler? While well, you're up, can you turn the AC back on? Sure, sweetie. Sorry. Of course. I'm sorry. Are you hot? I'm melting. Oh, you are a little red. So, well, I love. Have you seen once on this island? No. Yeah, I'm seeing it with Okay, mom. okay, okay. So, you've never seen it? I've no. never seen it. I know the music. So well. I don't know anything. But I've never seen it. Can't wait. It's so good, and if you love the music, because the score is breathtaking, it, 100%. it, 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 make the, the, it will make you feel so alive and so happy and so uplifted. That's what I need. Yeah. Oh, you do need That's it, and I you need. will get it. And you know, I, but also, you're, did, so you say you're saying, yeah. <laughs> did you say you're saying... Yeah. Did you say you're seeing the... Um, uh, uh, Band's Visit as well. Which, have you seen it yet? I have not. Spectacular! They are the two best things, the two most... Life affirming. That's why I picked them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Good. You're really gonna That's have some nice uh, theater experiences. Thanks. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. And just like I love taking my mom to shows because she they were not growing up. I mean, I found theater because my grandma taped into the woods on PBS and was like fairy tales. Maybe he'll like it. Is that right? It, and it's huh? all I watched for four years. I was the easiest kid because just come back every three hours and rewind the tape. You watched the same tape for years and years and years. Yeah. Mine was Wizard of Oz. My first word was Cinderella. Because. Okay, that that is interesting. And look, you're wearing that. Sweet. And you. Oh, but you got another song. It's my thing. It's It's your thing. I'm. Sondheim's your thing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, me too. And nobody knows why, but it happened. Uh, So getting to take. My mom's only into theater because I was as a kid, and to be able to take her as a grown up. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's such a treat. 
Because she slept so me to the Pantages so much. I get to. Oh, that's true. Right. You grew up in Thousand Oaks, yeah. right? Yeah. Does she like it? She does. Or she does likes she it like with it because me. you like it? She likes it with me. And once in a while, if something's going to LA that I know better than she does, that mm-hmm. she has to see it, yeah. I'll make her go. Did you I did that with Next to Normal. I said, Mom, go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And of course she went. That's so funny. Alice, Alice Ripley is also a really old friend of mine. She was my understudy. Um, my, my understudy in a show called Suds, which was Suds, the rock and 60s musical uh, soap opera. It was a show that was off-Broadway um, in... I read about uh, it on your Wikipedia page. Oh, you page. did? If there's, a, there's a good clip of me, much younger, doing a song called The Boy I'm Gonna Marry, um, and that's from there, it's on, it's on. Totally watched it. You did? Yeah. Yeah, so, so. Um, Hilarious. I watched she your was reel like, from 2001. <laughs> 2001, what was it like? Oh, what is it? That. Oh, well, well, let's watch it together with commentary, like a <laughs> I, DVD okay. special feature. <laughs> I don't know where it is. I do. That's Do you? Amazing. Oh, I love you guys doing that, researching a little. Oh, come on. We're professionals. I guess so. You've got a sponsor. Recent here. searches. Susie Mosher spelled two different ways. Really? Yeah. I, I thought it was S-U-Z. I just sit next to you. No, no, it's S-U-S-I-E. As you know. Oh, that thing. Oh, my God. Because there's going to be a lot of songs, so just get ready. One after the other. It's kind of that kind of show. (gasps) What's that? Is that your first headshot? Not my first. No. Sexy. No, this is more my... um... Oh, my God. Remember? And the funniest thing you ever heard in your life was Lake Titty Cock Eye. Huh? Am I right? That makes you laugh, doesn't it? You can't know how happy I am oh that we met. I'm strangely attracted to you. Super long hair. I don't even know who that is. Strong patterns. singing was anything much you know I mean I'm a good I'm a loud singer I can belt high but who can't you know what I mean it's like living in New York I'm actually bored by, by the plethora of singers I don't care that's why I like Bette Midler right if Bette Midler decided oh my god I am not Andrea Bocelli I am not going to pursue this I would be so I wouldn't know the difference but I would be so mad because you don't her you voice, know what I mean? you feel her voice. I, she's inside me. Yes. She's the inside of my baseball. I get it, you know? Like, she, I, I feel, you're sports. right, I'm going to start crying right now. I've, yeah, Aww. she's my sport. She is my sport. I love that. I know, every, every breath, every moment, uh, yeah. every song, every album, every, ugh, you know? Yeah, you, you know, know. Kathy and you know. She's yeah. your Joe's pub Kathy, oh, Kathy and I grew up. <laughs> Uh, in San Diego together, we became we we first were aware of each other um, when we were about sixteen years old, because oh god, uh, because I, I even got cast in Godspell, the West Coast premiere of Godspell at the Old Globe Theater, and she had tried out and she didn't get it. Then we did a show together in San Diego, like the next year or so, and became best friends. And then of course, she became a star, and I just 
waved from the, you know. So that, it was a funny kind because anyway. She's she's so tell me she's the best person of all time. She's the best person Please, of all time. Because I, love I feel her so that, much. and if it was not true, I'd be... It is. I have a still from Hocus Pocus, <laughs> just of her, black and white, and it's signed to <laughs> Stephen, I smell children, Kathy and Jimmy. <gasps> do you, you do? Yeah. Really? Do I know that? That is so awesome. She was like real punk, like real like. Was she on RuPaul's podcast and talk, they were talking about seeing each other in San Diego? Yeah, maybe. And he's like, and I saw. I might be making this up. He's like, I saw. I remember seeing you at a bar, and you were in a huge skirt that you'd made with patchwork. Yeah. She sounded like a real freak, and I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like no. you would never not notice her. Yeah, we were always at, at these sort of like underground, underage gay clubs. That makes sense. Basin Street. Yeah. In San Diego. Yeah, I, Kathy and I have been friends literally since we were 18 years old. Yeah. You know, and uh, we had like a really great theater group, and you know. She's married to Dan Finnerty. Yes. Who is in the lineup. Oh, October my friend 16th. stage managed his birthday party one year. But Stage right. managed his birthday party. What birthday party? Don't remember. That's I wasn't amazing. there. But she was in like, LA? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was like, I stage managed Kathy and Jimmy's husband's birthday yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They didn't play in the band or what? Oh, no, I'm sure just the surprise. And the, every single birthday was like a whirling, like people with, you know, it's just over the top every single They do a birthday. Am I, okay, this is all coming back to me now, too. Was their first date? Jumping were they out jumping out of, out of yeah, yeah, jumping out of an airplane? Absolutely. Dan was in My stock. first date was going on an airplane. <laughs> That's true. Dan was in stock. He was in the touring company. And um, she was going to the opening. And then after the opening, she had her eyes on another guy. And, but, but everybody came over to her house for a party. And, um, and then she and Dan just started chatting. And then they were all going to go diving, skydiving the next day, which is, you know, how they... Jump into the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Dan's... Fantastic. Have you ever seen Dan? Have you ever seen the Dan I've band? I've seen the Dan band. He's insane. He's insane. He's great. <sighs> They're a fun couple. They are a fun couple. <laughs> they certainly are. And Exhausting. their daughter. Oh, so talented. Oh, my God. She was the... Well, of course, I've known her since before she yeah. was even around. But Samia is so talented and such a bright, beautiful, like that, hopeful. I look at that kid and mm. I feel hopeful. Oh. Do you hear those bubbles, Stephen? Oh, I hear them. How sweet it is. <sighs> so crisp. From the makers of White Girl Rosé and Babe Rosé comes the hilariously delicious Pink Party Rosé with Bubbles. The misfits over at Swish Beverages, which includes Instagram comedian The Fat Jew, have made us all lose our shit over their newest rosé. Pink Party Rosé is sponsoring In the Room with Stephen and Dana because, well, if there's not a two-drink minimum, are you really in a room? With notes of honeydew and cantaloupe, this very pink blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Zinfandel is actually pretty good. It is what I'm drinking all summer. It is a sparkling rosé, gives you all of those bubbles, and is so refreshing for an outdoor summer treat. Is it what I'm drinking right now, Stephen? Why? I can tell by its pink hue that it is. This bottle does not have a face for podcasting. It has a face for Instagram. So buy it, drink it, pose your face off with it, lip sync for your life with it, 
and tag it at We Brought Wine. That was like Rosé Boppet. I don't think it's asking too much. It's a very reasonable price point. It is delicious. It's a very large bottle. I feel like it's bigger than most rosé bottles. Oh, interesting. It is a girthy bottom. Yeah, I said it. There's some quality literature on the label. They know their audience, and they are appealing to you every step of the way. Dana, when do you drink rosé? All the time. I think you're supposed to say all day. (laughs) Ask me again. Dana, when do you drink rosé? All day. Make every gathering a soiree with Pink Party Rosé. Cheers. Cheers. Pink Party. Pink Party. Pink Party! With bubbles. Avec Buble. It's a Pink Party, baby. (laughs) I drink rosé all day, bitch. Rosé all day. Rosé, then slay. Rosé, and then I slay. Hey! Bring me my rosé. Rosé all day. That's chicken crying in the background. Pink party! I wasn't gay until I had a sip of rosé and then everything changed. Drunken? Drank. Drunk? Oh, rosé. Oh, my fried chicken is ready. Hold on. You're never gonna make it in this town with a voice like that. Might as well drink up, honey. What else? What didn't we I talk mean, we about? didn't really talk about TV stuff. Was any of it fun? Or like, um, I mean, Nurse Jackie was one of my favorite shows Yes, that time. was really fun. Um, you know, I don't love doing uh, television and movies. You okay. know why? Because why? it's actually very solitary. You know, like, I've done a lot of scenes in movies and television with big stars. I was in um, a scene with Vanessa Redgrave where it was just she and I talking. I was playing a nerd. It was for HBO, a show called um, If These Walls Could Talk Too. They were, you probably yes. saw that. Yes, did I you did. See it? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you saw, because I I I'm in the third one with her, and I play the nurse telling her basically, sorry, you're not family. You can't see the woman you've spent your entire life with. And she dies. And so, it's really so. But I was so nervous and so like anxious before. Because you don't get to rehearse with Vanessa Redgrave. Right. Basically, you're saying your, your 10 lines to yourself, hoping that whatever you bring, Vanessa's going to be happy with. And then, the first thing that happens, the first time you see her, you're basically standing this close to her as they light you and do camera. Because there's no real rehearsal. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like, okay, and then I... Yes, she did all her coverage first, so I was reacting. And I was so nervous, because I thought, oh my God, I... And the best news was that she, the, when they were lighting us, she didn't even look at me, didn't even speak to me. I was like, oh, fuck. And then she basically um, just, uh, we did our scene, and then she, then she looks up at the director and says, oh, she's very good. She's very good. And I was like, Bleh. And yep. then I did all my coverage, and I'm fine in it. But the thing is, it's not, I love rehearsal. I love working on someone to figure out how it's going to be. And I mean, I played a pregnant um, receptionist with Winona Ryder, but again, it's same. like you know, it's like the same. You have your ten lines, and you're just furthering the plot. And there's, you know, because I'm I haven't ever the biggest part I ever had in a film and television was in Bear City Two. Okay, Ooh. yeah, okay. me Bear too. Yeah. I saw that. I yeah. don't know Are what you it lying? Is. I am not lying. Bear City Two. I, I, 
No, Dana's okay. really good at research. Damn, no, girl. I have not seen it. Oh, you have not seen it. Oh, no. Oh, I you haven't. Did okay. you think that I said I saw yes, it? Yes, I thought you said that you had seen oh, it. Oh, no. That's why I was more so shocked. I was like, this must be a huge well, phenomenon. I have, I have a bit, well, it's, you know. It's got a two. It's got a two. It's and got, there's a three. Must well. be a one. It's, for, it's, it's bare, it's, it's very directed towards bare, the bare population. And I play the mother of a, of a. Of oh, it's a, not about, like, bears. Yes. It's about, like, birds. Bears. Got it. Yes. And I play I the mother was, of one of the, uh, of a couple that's getting married in P-Town. And uh, we're the kind of uptight kind of, you know, parents that come. And I've got, uh, uh, guess who else was in that movie? Kathy and Jimmy. Oh, you're going to say Yay! Together again. again. <laughs> um, yeah, so that. Oh, my God. I mean, how do we watch that? How do I watch that? I don't do know. Do you have copies? No, I don't. I don't know. Um, and I was also in um, uh, Beverly Hills 90210. <gasps> yep. Wait, the a, old one or the new one? Or the, the old one. The old baby. one. The real one. And I, I played um, Oksana Viol's personal assistant. Same. Yeah, see? That oh, is yeah. the old one. Come on. That's a reference for the That's class. a reference for something. Um, Do you have anything aside from the lineup to plug to how can people keep up with you on the internet? How can they know about the stuff that you're doing as it comes up? Well, I'm all good. The only thing I'm promoting What a perfectly portioned plate. Perfectly portioned. Um, That is a kid's cuisine. It is. I I couldn't be happier really right now with my life. Um, uh, The only thing I'm really publicizing is, is uh, the lineup. And is that a Facebook page people can go like? Is that... You know, you're, you're good. Because I try, but I don't have a Facebook page for the lineup. The only, the only thing, so exactly, so I, I, that's my bad. I need to get something, because the way, honestly, the only thing I do is publish, uh, you'll see, now that we're going to be Facebook friends, I'm relentless. Um, and uh, so that's why I, and I have a, a Instagram. So I guess... Which is what? Oh, yeah. At? At Susie Mosier. Okay. Yeah, at Susie Mosier. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. At Susie Mosier. That's where you find her. Yeah, find me there. Or friend me on Facebook. She'll accept you. Well, if you tell me why. Yeah, you... tell her in the room sent you. Yeah, it, yeah. If you say in the room sent me, you are in the room. <laughs> tell the bouncer at Facebook yeah. store. <laughs> You'll be on I'm the within list. the room. Yeah, you're on the list if you're in the room. Left hand, you need a stamp. You're an idiot. Uh, I mean, dreams coming true. Thank you so much for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you times one million. Her apartment smells the best out of all the apartments we've been in. Yeah. Well, that's sweet to say. I do have a candle a burning. Um, okay, okay, fantastic. You guys are adorable. You're adorable. I really have enjoyed this very much. Us too. And I bet your Coke Zero is cold now. I get it is. I'm going to pop one right this second. I'm going to pop one. Bye. 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 In the Room with Stephen and Dana is produced by Stephen Farizee and Dana Craig. Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com. We apologize, and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Weiner, W-I-E-N-E-R, 
for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode. You can find him at jessieweiner.com. Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at In The Room Pod. Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In The Room Podcast. We everywhere, so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.